Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Want to talk cord cutting and the ramifications it has for investing? You tell me. You want to talk about the aging of the baby boomer, or the aging of Generation X, or the aging of, and sometimes, trust me, millennials, you don't get it. You will. Right? Why we're talking about you is because you are the discretionary spenders. Before you have babies, and before you have to have that idea in your head of what's more important, me going to the horse track, me going to Vegas, me going to New York to go to a rave, or me changing my kids' diapers. So we do talk about the people who have discretionary spending before they have kids. And then you start talking about, are people saving enough once they have kids? Because savings is tied towards college costs and tied towards retirement and tied towards housing. And then you talk about the baby boomers who are retiring in droves at this point in time, and you go, how long are entitlement product, uh, programs going to last? Because it doesn't seem like a good idea to pay someone not to work. Go be retired and go to Costco and walk around slowly and eat all the samples on Sunday, and we'll send you a check on Monday. So that's out there, right? Twitter CEO... I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to quit all social media, even though I'm not that big of a deal. Why would I quit social media? Because the king, not the king, deal. but one of the one of the princes of social media, Jack Dorsey, who founded Twitter, i.e., social media, one of the social media companies. Uh, the dude this weekend goes to Chick Fil A, and he uses Twitter Cash or Twitter or whatever it is, Cash App. To pay for Chick-fil-A through his Twitter account. And he gets a tweet that says, Your 10% boost of Chick-fil-A was applied. Um, the problem is, Chick-fil-A's founding CEO is known as opposing gay marriage. 
and this happens to be Pride Month, and Jack Dorsey happens to be kind of in the Bay Area, his company. So when he goes to Chick-fil-A and uses Twitter cash to pay for his Chick-fil-A, and he's like, ooh, kind of cool to get 10% off. Now, he's either buying from multiple people or the guy's quite an eater because his bill was $31, but I'm assuming buying for others. Because when you're the CEO of, of, of Twitter, you're like, I got cash. <laughs> but do you tweet about it? Chick-fil-A's got Christian values, including closing on Sundays. So they're trained to avoid affiliating itself with political causes and just says, we make a chicken. But their CEO owner kind of has that history, right? And this catches a lot of attention from critics. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I kind of feel bad for Jack Dorsey. Is he To be grilled for that, there's a lot of things to be grilled for. But supposedly Chick-fil-A is like... People are crazy fanatical about it, right? Um, but Twitter followers are asking him to delete his account. There's nowhere you can go anymore. My point, I guess, is there's nowhere you can go, even the CEO of, of Twitter, where you can hide from social media, being called out on any sort of action, whether it's supporting Chick-fil-A and or, let's say he chose not to. That's going to get called out as well, right? It's going to be out there, is my assumption, for better or for worse. Speaking of for better or for worse, IHOP changed their name to IHOB. Okay, are you kidding me? Is this just one of those dumb media stunts? I don't know how you feel about cheap pancakes, but there's a pretty good chance if you see me at an IHOP, I'm probably running from authorities. I know you're saying, what are you going to be running from the authorities for? And I'm not going to tell you. Because then you're going to look at the FBI's 10 most wanted. I'm number 11. <laughs> so IHOP, IHOP made a splashy PR marketing move last week by changing their name to IHOB with a B, changing their name to International House of Burgers. So oh, that's just, that's just embarrassing. It would have been better if you thought it was like International House of Breakfast. Or, like, I, right? I know you can do better than that. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't quite know about that one. I'm just going to leave it at that. But, again, you know, it's like the movie uh, Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. When you saw McDonald's, you're like, I know what that is. I know what that is. This is McDonald's, right? Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. I'm loving it. Don't mess with your brand, Coke. Don't change it to new Coke. Don't do it. Oh, you did it. So anyway, brands kind of are important, whether you believe it and or not. Now, are they really changing their name? I don't know. I'll just throw that out there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. His last meal was death by chocolate. Oh, too soon. Too soon. There is a weird thing going on right now that media is talking about when celebrities do kill themselves, that it spikes suicides across the United States. 
and wow, right? When you hear things like that, you're like, come on, people, don't do it. So anyway, that was a bit of a sad one because on the outside, we all would go, what a cool job. The guy gets to travel the world and eat food, and he's a bad man. Like, he's cool. I was going to say something else, but I had to censor myself so as to not get into trouble. I know. He was kick butt and uh, a little bit sad. So that one still hits you. And then you learn that Kate Spade was fascinated with Robin Williams. You're like, whoa, no, no. You don't want to hear stuff like that. So Domino's Pizza is filling potholes in towns across the United States with a new paving for pizza initiative. I know. Really? Really? So Domino's has got an ad campaign talking about branding, about smoothing the ride home. Really? They're offering to fill cracks, bumps, and potholes to smooth road conditions. Have you ever hit a pothole and instantly cringed? I hit a pothole once that was so deep, I started screaming. And I was like this. Aah! And I'm still Whoa. screaming. I still haven't hit bottom yet. And then I finally hit the bottom, and that's how bad the roads were in Washington, D.C. So, wow! I know, I know. Domino says they've helped fix 40 potholes on 10 roads in 10 hours with four crew members. So they're actually sitting around. I, I know, like, is it really that tough to brand and market and get commercial attention? Domino's Pizza, by the way, I think is a great long-term investment. You know why? Because they make the best pizza ever? No. Because they make affordable food that people will tolerate and eat and say, well, it's pizza. It's cheesy. It's a cheesy pepperoni. It's pizza pie. People will eat bad pizza because it's cheap food. That's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. Baseball keeps its antitrust exemption. Please stand for the national anthem. Man, people would freak out. People would freak out if uh, baseball players sat down. Okay. So I'm going to tell you with that whole antitrust thing. Woo! Congress would not be happy. I'm Rob Black, talk on all things financial. Say, like I forget about. But I guess I didn't keep it I was Making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, I'm Rob Black. You're not. I do a financial radio show. Please tell friends about it and spread the word. There's a podcast out there. It's on Apple. Whoa. Business Week once called it one of the top ten most important podcasts, financial podcasts in the history of financial podcasts. Which basically means... It's 130% true. I'm really tall in a small basketball league. Does that make me a great player? I am kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. 
uh, I, I like scotch. You know what's funny? I work for a station that's on the conservative side, to say the least. They took my scotch, 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 and my I belly, belly, belly. I love they scotch. keep deleting it from my records. So it's tough to play. They don't like me playing this. So guess what I'm playing? <laughs> I'm very important. So one of my good friends, his name is Mark Dannon, and today's theme of the show is there's a lot going on. One of my best friends lived in Napa, and as you probably have heard through the news, there was a big fire in Napa not that long ago in Sonoma. Uh, that burned down a lot of homes in Santa Rosa and Napa. Um, a lot of homes. And he was literally fighting fires with his neighbors coming up the hill. He lived on a hill. He lived in a beautiful home. It was a very Spanish-style home. When all was said and done and the fires go out, he's like, I'm moving. I quit. So he was a TV anchor that I worked with, and he quit on the spot. He was going to quit one year, five years, seven years, ten years. He knew he was going to retire. You know, he's 50-ish on the younger side of that. But in his head, he, he snapped, and that was his time to go. So he now lives in Scottsdale. And I go, any regrets about quitting too soon? He goes, I have a big regret, he texted me, that we didn't move sooner. Arizona is like California was in the 1980s. Great infrastructure, great schools, retail is live and well here. I'm sad to say that California is broken. Tony and I, Tony from BayAreaLoanSource.com, talked a little bit about you know getting loans in the area, and I'm not trying to hurt your business by discouraging people, but California is kind of broken on a lot of levels. It's it's turning into those who have and those who don't have, and there's not a lot in the middle. And if you don't, you you're going to make a lot of sacrifices. Um, I don't get it. I don't know where school teachers live. I don't know. I once took my kids. I won an auction, which I paid way too much money for. I won an auction to a fire station. We go to the fire station. These are the greatest people on the planet in Redwood, uh, short, uh, Redwood City. Greatest fire department I've ever been to. Greatest human beings. Every single one of them lives in Stockton. And I'm like, wait, wait, you're protecting the houses that I live in, but you can't live in the houses that I live in. You live in Stockton? Um, and it kind of works for a firefighter, and firefighters have kind of a, a great advantage of... They work three days on, three days off, three days on, three days off. I don't have it totally right. But the greatest people in the world, the people that I want to be my kids' heroes, live in Stockton. Yeah, we just did a, a loan for a firefighter moved to Tahoe. And the biggest and he, he Richard in the planet, Tahoe. the biggest Richard in the planet lives on my street. You've yeah. got to be kidding me. <laughs> so it's broken in a way. You know, a lot of the... There's some programs that are meant for teachers and educators and firefighters and so on. But educators. They, <laughs> That's the biggest douche thing of um, the year. <laughs> anyway, uh, they just don't quite. My kid's school, you have to call the teachers educators. And the students aren't students. They're learners. What's wrong with California? Let's start right there. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start right there. Your educator, I love her. She's fantastic. But let's start right there. Uh, it's it's a tough decision to become a teacher and not be able to live in the community that you teach in, or a firefighter, or uh, even a policeman. Uh, one of the f- 
stories that I remember from probably 2012-2013 that kind of made local news was uh, a couple that they were both teachers living in San Francisco and their rent was going up, up, up uh, to the point where they ended up having to move out to like Vallejo or something like that. And I think it's called Vallejo. Vallejo. And uh, they still taught in San Francisco, but they had to do the commute and they added another hour or so under their trip both ways. And um, just so they could afford to live and they still rented, yeah. uh, which was crazy. And so where are the teachers going to live? Um, a lot of the, the, I meet a lot of people and we do a lot of transactions over the years. And some of the teachers that we run into are, are, um, are older they're either retired or they're an older and they've been in the real estate business for a while and they live in these homes that they bought maybe shoot i did one where a teacher they bought their house at eighty thousand dollars and it was worth 1.5 so is a teacher going to buy that house probably not um there's not a lot of affordable housing going up in fact most of the housing being built right now is for the upper end it's uh, another story that we've been talking about for uh, many months and many years about California and how builders are not focusing on affordable housing. So, and, and with rents as high as they are, it's it's very difficult. I, can you imagine your teacher having to to uh, live with two or three other people just to live in the community? It's um, it doesn't really match up with the image that I have for a teacher. Um, you you'd hope that they're um, doing very well and paid handsomely enough to live in your community and be part of your community, and that's not going to be the case moving forward. So it's interesting they just said most of the housing is um, leaning towards the the higher end. Because here's a story that says housing trends favor builders focused on entry-level homes. On a nationwide level, we're getting it right. My friend Mark Dannon, who up and moved Flagstaff, he took a kid out of high school in the middle of the year and moved to Flagstaff. He was so broken by the fires. He didn't want to see it. He didn't want to see destruction anymore. He didn't want to... Sp- no more 10% state income tax. No more 10% uh, retail tax. Like, he's gone. And the trends for a growing economy, solid job market, low unemployment rates, and low mortgage interest rates have helped drive demand for home ownership. Um, and yet we're still seeing this this divide. But in California, it's, 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 it's not necessarily there. So the divide of what homes, how much supply there is, there's no supply. I've got a friend, and this is this might get a little racy. Let's see if I can figure out how not to do this. I've got two friends who are realtors. One is Caucasian and one is Asian. And the Asian background, she's doing better than the Caucasian because the people who are moving to the Bay Area, a lot of them are from Asia. And she's out there at open houses on a regular basis hustling for any sort of business. And a lot of people do business with people that look like them, um, which is fascinating to think about that ethnicity is driving the housing market at this point in time or the survival of realtors, survival of realtors. There's no inventory here in Houston. There's nothing but inventory. If I was a real estate agent, I'd be like moving my family to Houston right now. Anyway, Tony Mendez, you can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Is California broken like Mark Dannon thinks? Or is he just broken? Find me online at Rob Black Show. Find Tony Mendez at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com.
comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Talking money, investing more. What's on your financial mind? You tell me. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more, right? Let's get you to retirement. Let's take a look at the market numbers and the action. And uh, say that, you know, last week was one of those interesting weeks where tech stocks did really well. And sometimes that's what happens. You see these big flows of money, right? A little bit of shake it off, as Taylor Swift would say. So the markets shake off some weakness, and they try to close new highs right now. So the big stories of note today, in in no particular order, there's not a lot to the point that I just called my TV producers and said, I don't think there's enough for me to really hit that doesn't sound like I'm stretching. You always want to do content that's relevant and of importance. But like a Bank of Japan meeting today, that may mean something to you and me, the radio listeners. But for the average television person, no one wants to talk Bank of Japan. Their economy is getting older. Their economy is slowing down. Their economy is based on the United States. And they have more to lose or win in this North Korea summit than, say, Canada does. European Central Bank meeting on Thursday. Another one of those boring topics. But again, the world banks are trying to take America's kill to slow down the world because we see, not we, the world sees growth as a bad thing when it contributes to inflation. We want the perfect scenario. Not too much, not too little. Kim Jong-un, President Trump's meeting in Singapore with North Korea. Tuesday, headlines will follow. Will anybody be called a stupid dummy? Will anyone be called a big bully? Will anyone be called a small bully? Will nuclear weapons fly? Will nuclear weapons get disarmed? Tune in Tuesday. Then Wednesday, we get the FOMC meeting. So Tuesday, we get North Korea, Japan, and China. Wednesday, we get the FOMC meeting. Tuesday, we get AT&T and Time Warner, where we expect a ruling from the federal courts on will they or will they not be allowed to merge, and what concessions will they have to make. We get the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, How is the poor little man, you, dealing with inflation? Do you kind of see that there's not a damn thing going on today? Fed meeting on Wednesday. European Central Bank on Thursday. Bank of Japan on Friday. Um, AT&T Time Warner on Tuesday. Why? 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 Why did I get out of bed? Italian bonds, Italian stocks are in the news. Ciao. They're offering a measure of support to global markets. I have an offer you cannot refuse. Horse says, don't cut my head off. A measure of support to global markets right now. 
that Italy's new finance minister has relieved some pressure on the Eurozone front when he said a Euro exit is not on the new government's agenda and that the new government is not looking to boost growth through deficit spending. You know, the United States, if if we were to tell the world we're not going to, or we're going to cut back on our deficit spending, or we're not going to do deficit spending, or we're going to fix deficit spending, the world would have a cosmic, like, flush. And it would not be happy. But Italy, when they say it out loud, it's like, oh, so you're not going to blow up your currency. Oh, so you're not going to leave the European Union. And we're like, that's good news. We averted one there. As Uncle Don said, no. New finance minister, more than enough. Uncle Don, i got to be careful because I think that may catch on. Speaking of Uncle Don, Donald Trump took exception to Prime Minister uh, Trudeau's assertion in a post-summit press conference that Canada would proceed with retaliatory tariffs on July 1 due to the U.S. imposing steel and aluminum tariffs. Wrong. Man, wrong. So Trump and Trudeau are exchanging words about each other. That can't be a good thing, right? They will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. In in naming awesome hurricanes, we have a new awesome hurricane named. Awesome. Bud. Hurricane Bud. Now, you tell me, if you don't live in Florida or in Mexico or in the Gulf or in Miami, you don't want Hurricane Bud to come visit you. It's like, it's not quite like Aunt Flo, but it's like Hurricane Bud. It's an awesome name. It's swirling off the west coast of Mexico. So, oh, if you're betting on Tampa getting a little wiped out by Hurricane Bud. And the next one's going to be wise. The final one's going to be err. Budweiser. Budweiser. What's up? Yo, where's Dookie? Yo, Dookie! So I, I can't say, I can't speak enough Spanish to say seven or enough Spanish to say 11, but I'm hoping the Spanish varietal versions of 7-Eleven are running out of Budweiser. Because Hurricane Bud's now swirling off the West Coast. It's forecast to strengthen into a Category 2 hotel. Nope. A Category 2 hotel. No. It's going to hit some hotels. Oh, it's coming right. Oh, it's coming right. Oh, for San Diego. Not good. The worst drought in the United States and Southwest is is kind of contributing, they say. But um, rainfall from Bud would be beneficial to that area of the United States. Tropical storm has been uh, thrown out there. I always like hurricanes. I know you're saying, not not for the people who are in them. No, absolutely not for the people who are in them, but for economic activity. It's one of those weird lessons that you learn, and it's a good lesson to learn, that there's always going to be economic activity because of hurricanes. I know, wait, 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 wait. And you're saying, what? A lot of people approach money and investing as Donald Trump stinks or Donald Trump is awesome or Republicans are awesome or Republicans are stupid or Democrats are awesome or Democrats are stupid. And it doesn't really work like that way because hurricanes will come and knock things down. So hurricanes will knock down houses in a Republican Congress or a Democrat Congress or a Republican president or a Democrat. And that's the beauty about America is that we're always kind of moving forward. There's always something to be done. 
Hurricane Bud is the second hurricane in the Eastern Pacific year hurricane season. And it kind of just reminds me like... Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. My advice to you is do not, do not use Dilly Dilly in a sentence at your child's graduation, whether it be high school or elementary school. But if he's graduating um, kindergarten... And it's so cute when teachers dress them up in robes, and they're like, yes, you've sent your kid to this private school for the whole year at $32,000, and we're going to put him in a little bit of a robe and drive and have him walk down and say, uh, so what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a baseball player. I want to be Buster Posey. Or whatever dumb thing they say. I want to be a doctor that cures cancer. Boo. Boo, doctors that cure cancer. Do not boo children at graduation events. And do not scream dilly dilly. When they get their diploma, do not go dilly dilly because it's not going to age well. People are going to be like, what's that mean? We all know that it means delicious, delicious, but it's still kind of upsetting to say the least. Amazon Prime member perks. More and more of them are coming to people who shop at Whole Foods. Nice. Two weeks after the e-commerce giant rolled out discounts for Prime members at 121 Whole Foods across the United States, they say that they're going to expand to 10 additional states. So, it's nice. Nice. So, Whole Foods and Amazon really, to me, wrecked the world with, we can do anything. To the point that I was talking about the... um, the point that I was talking about, how do we say this? The Amazon Whole Foods effect on the world now is, could Apple buy Starbucks? Well, let's think about it for a second. We'd give them a cafe. People can hang out and use their Apple products. They can pick up their phones. They can drop off their phones. It'd be a distribution. You're like, why are we even talking about this? Because Amazon bought exactly. Because Amazon bought Whole Foods, and we were like, why do they do that? They've turned their store into kind of an Amazon receptacle of of pick up your stuff, drop off your stuff, right? So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The business stories today are not huge. But we are paying attention to them. Disney's Pixar is out there. And uh, Lasseter, the guy who kind of left the company six months ago during the whole Me Too movement, during the whole Me Too movement, I'm not trying to sound condescending, he's not coming back. But The Incredibles are coming back. and Boy, that's a franchise, right? Is it as good as Toy Story or Cars? Probably not. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. dragons. Have to quantify, qualify their music, right? What are they? Some exactly rock and roll there. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty each calls on the air. Vince Vaughn arrested for DUI. I know nothing. You know what else? Expensive. You're a big winner tonight. You're a big winner. Sorry, Vince. Big loser tonight. Vaughn chose to submit a blood sample rather than a breathalyzer to test his blood alcohol level. Look, we all make mistakes. Hopefully that's one that he doesn't repeat. But even more importantly for the average person out there, that's an expensive mistake in the state of California. You will respect my authority. It's a little odd for me to say this out loud, but getting to retirement is sometimes about things like avoiding DUIs. Stay at home. Don't get behind the wheel. Your insurance will go up. Your... Um, your wallet's going to get hit with both a fine and probably the ability to lose your ability to drive. The lawyers, it's like brush your teeth. It's the dumbest advice ever. But if that's what saves you from, you know, a costly bill in retirement, that's great. The Washington Capitals won their Stanley Cup, I guess, on Friday. Sometime this recent news, I used to be from Washington, and it's one of the worst financial decisions I ever made. It was in my 20s, I got season tickets. Now, season tickets to a hockey team is 41 games a year. And you cannot imagine how bored you get after 10. And you're like, oh, good God, they just played on Wednesday. They're playing Friday and Sunday. I can't do it. I can't do it. And you're like, whoa, that's big money at that age, just to let tickets go. Or you do things like this. You go, hey, you want to buy my tickets? So you just give them away, right? So the, the Washington Capitals spent 44 years trying to win a Stanley Cup, and they finally do it. And I gotta love, I gotta love Twitter. Somehow, some way, some shape, some form, um, Ivanka Trump got to party with um, Andrew Kushner, her husband. Got to party with superstars from the Washington Capitals, like Alex Ovechkin. They're probably in D.C., probably at a hotel, probably at a big gala or something like that, right? And a bunch of Washington Capitals roll in, and Ivanka's like, I could take my picture with that Stanley Cup. That would be cool. So I love the Internet, because the moment she takes her picture of the Stanley Cup... All the Washington Capitol fans who won it for so long to win the Stanley Cup, they're like, burn it. Burn it. It's been tainted. <laughs> Trump posed with the, tr- with the cup. Hockey fans are, are kind of like that, right? They definitely have opinions. guy named Annabelle Sanchez said that his hotel room was robbed of $100,000 while he was pitching on Saturday. He's a pitcher for the Atlanta Falcons. And I, I just throw out the question for you. Why did he have $100,000 of items in his hotel room? 
That's a lot of bling. They stole jewelry burglars dead. They stole four watches they dead. And I'm like, whoa. Now, Rob Gronkowski got robbed during the Super Bowl at his house. Golden State Warriors swingman Nick Young said he had $100,000 stolen from his house in 2017 while he was playing for the Lakers. What do you do with $100,000 of bling? I don't know. I'm just going to shut up. I myself do not have... I don't even think I have $10,000 of bling. It's not a bling guy. I know you're saying, Rob, when we see you in bling, we know the, the first horseman has arrived, and there's three more behind it. And the fourth one's going to be ridden by Kim Jong-un. He's going to be riding a nuclear bomb. So, anyway. Um, very close attention. Solo was a bit of a flop for Disney. Not a flop, but... It didn't do nearly as well as other Star Wars films. So they got a couple more up their sleeve, right? They got Frozen coming out. They got another Star Wars coming out next year. But what they've done this time is they've picked up and dusted off the Incredibles. Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl. They said, come out of retirement. And they're like, but we're cartoons. And I'm like, sure, come out of retirement. So 14 years after the original, this one will pull in a good $125, $140 million in the opening weekend. And we'll forget all about Han Solo. You owe me money, Han Solo. So the, the long-running space opera that is Star Wars... When you start taking a look at what Disney did and touched and how The Force Awakens paid off handsomely, you start worrying that did they have they dug have they gone to the well too many times with Han Solo? It's like Apple. How many times can you go to the well and say, I got a new phone and you're gonna really be excited? So solo may actually result in a write down for Disney. Time to sell? It's a good question. Have they jumped the shark? Have there are other franchises that jumped the shark? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. 